Hi, this is episode 36 of K. Ray Reads to You. Today we have part 2 of chapter 13 of Absolute Zero by Helen Cresswell. He turned out to be right about this. After the first showing of the Buried Bones commercial, the lines of Borderland TV were jammed all night with calls from people who wanted to give Zero a home. He had apparently given the impression of being orphaned and sad, and half of England, it seemed, wanted to make him happy. After the third or fourth showing, the telephone inquiries were mainly about where one could get a dog exactly like Zero. Everywhere, little children were sobbing themselves to sleep because they wanted one so badly, and their parents were trying to get hold of one for Christmas. They would pay anything, they said. Breeders began to ring up, begging for details of Zero's parentage. They came and examined him and tried to work out the various strains that had come together to produce him. There was a fortune awaiting the man who could breed Zero's. No one seemed very hopeful about this. I guess, said one of them gloomily, is that it's taken centuries of unbridled crossbreeding to produce that. This is the biggest single blow ever struck at the kennel club. It could even be mortal. No one wants our dogs any more. Buried Bones had posters made of Zero at his most bewildered-looking, and gave one away for every ten packets of their product bought. People with five children thus had to purchase fifty packets at one go, and the sight of people trundling through supermarkets with trolleys piled high with Buried Bones became a familiar one. Due to popular demand, a Zero fan club was founded, called Zero Worshippers, and people got their photographs autographed with a large paw mark, and badges saying, I am a zero worshipper, or absolute zero, or zero is the most. <laughs> None of this had any real effect on zero. If anything, he became more dislocated than ever because of the habit people now had of suddenly diving on him in the street, or in shops, and shouting, and causing crowds to form. These were friendly crowds, but could not have seemed so to him. Jack tried to fend them off by denying zero's identity, but no one ever believed him. Sometimes Zero would be patted for half an hour on end. It was lucky, as Mr. Bagthorpe pointed out, that whatever Zero's other shortcomings, he was not the sort that bit. If he was, he said, then this country would be clean out of tetanus shots. His own attitude toward Zero did not change much. If anything, it was the same attitude as before, but now tinged with professional jealousy. Most weeks Zero commanded more viewing space than Mr. Bagthorpe, and he was certainly better known. No crowds formed when Mr. Bagthorpe went into town. Grandma and Daisy got recognized, though, particularly when the former wore the outfit she had used for her Blue Lagoon and Generation Gap advertisements. Once she persuaded Daisy to wear her outfit as well, and the pair of them signed hundreds of autographs, and a policeman had to come and control the crowd. Grandma talked about this a lot, when she wanted to goad Mr. Bagthorpe into a really first-class row. "'What a pity you are not photogenic, Henry,' she would say, or, "'To advertise toothpaste, one has to show one's teeth, of course. People who never smile cannot expect much interest to be shown in them.' At this, Mr. Bagthorpe would almost invariably bare his teeth. "'You and Daisy,' he would say, are novices. Within three months, people will be sick of the sights of you. Have you not heard of overexposure? Why do you think I curb myself as I do? I could have a script on every night of the week if I wanted. 
"'People will never get tired of Daisy and me,' Grandma replied. "'We are originals.' The man from Generation Gap had told her this, though at the time, of course, he did not know about the near-identical Blue Lagoon campaign. "'Amen to that,' said Mr. Bagthorpe grimly, and he left the room abruptly, because Grandma could cap anything, even the last word. And that's the end of Chapter 13 of Absolute Zero. Come and visit me at my blog, www.kray.org. See you next time.